0: of Florida is just supposed to go underwater.
1: And I just, just, I just want to double check,
0: Eric, are you recording? Yes, I am. Sick. Because Willem forgot to hit record. I hit the record button, don't (laughs) worry. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Alright, here we go. Okay everyone. Welcome back. Episode fifty-two of the Sweet Peaceful. Today I'm joined by my close pepperoni man, Alex Curtis.
2: Pepperoni man, what is up everybody?
1: And my and our weekly guest <laughs> I mean our guest of the week. My green pepper compadre, Eric Malang. What? My what? Happening? What did you say? My green pepper compadre. Hey, guys. My hot tamale. Hey.
2: <laughs> welcome. Welcome, fucking. Welcome, hot tamale. Oh, God.
0: Thank you guys My for having me on, on here. here. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so... All right. After last week's kind of messy, weird episode, you know, tamales are made back. out of
0: corn, so I mean that works, right?
1: <laughs> nice. I did not know that. <laughs> Absolutely. But that is funny that you mentioned that because I have a really cool game lined up for you guys that we've never played on this podcast before. But I, so but I came up with it for this <laughs> special episode. <really>. <laughs> we'll find out at the end of the episode when we when we arrive at it. Um, but first. As I do with every guest, I wanted to ask you some questions, Eric. Yeah, what's up? What are you, what are your top three favorite games?
0: My favorite games. Favorite games. Oh god, I feel like I'm gonna get some shit. But um, my top three probably League, League of Legends, uh, Modern mm. Warfare Two for number two. Nice. And then. The three is kind of like a toss up between a bunch of different games, um, so mm-hmm. I might put like Luigi's Mansion and number three. I might put like Pokemon and oh, like shit. some like the mid gen games and number three. I may even put some like throwbacks. Mega Man. Um, Mega Man. Yeah. Big s- throwback. Mega throwback. <laughs> I played a bunch of those games like when I was like younger, so like like they just sit in like the top three area. But uh, as far as the nice. top two, are just games that I. Just consistently play and love to play more of like the competitive aspect. Uh, Absolutely, but yeah,
1: man, uh, Luigi's Mansion, dude. One time, I think in my in my third grade class for my like writing project, I wrote out an entire like Wikipedia basically book, like a little encyclopedia for Luigi's Mansion, and like I printed out pictures for it. I stapled it together, got it laminated. <laughs> I tried to get it into the fucking library of the school, got denied. But it was, like, this little, like, homemade encyclopedia of everything inside Luigi's Mansion. I fucking love that game.
0: Uh, Holy shit, dude. (laughs) Luigi's Mansion was, was like, I want to say probably one of the first real, like, console games I ever really played. Um, When I first got my GameCube as a kid, it was Luigi's Mansion and, like, Mario Kart that I got, and I just remember those two games, I played the hell out of them just because they're, like, my first two, like, actual real console games. Before that, I was playing, like, just random games on, like, a Super Nintendo. Um, so, yeah. Luigi's is great, dude. And there is precedent for why I try to get it into the
1: school library. I already had a book published in the school library, and it was, like, a little <laughs> folk tale that I, that I wrote, so I thought maybe I could oh, go for, shit. go get something else in there
2: yeah some of your own like you're like all right i gotta put my own fucking flare up in here dude yeah luigi's fucking mansion (laughs) encyclopedia
1: why do you know luigi's mansion material in this school library well all right eric (laughs) all right next top three top three anime i know that you watch anime because you actually recommended me an anime that i love so much that i got it tattooed on my arm as well as alex which is hey. Hunter, 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 So I'm curious what your top three animes
0: are. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it. I think coming up with that list was a, probably the hardest one for me, but if I were to get a top three, so number one would definitely be Hunter, Hunter. Uh, nice. Number two would nice. be Steins Gate. And then Ooh, yes! number oh, three shit. would probably be... Uh, Again, number three is a little bit of a toss-up, but I would... I'd put Tokyo Ghoul.
1: Nice. So really solid that'd
0: be my three Wow! i feel like That's there's one out there lineup. i'm missing but uh, I'm surprised attack
1: yeah. on titan didn't make it in there see dude.
0: i was gonna put attack on titan as three but then I'm, i remembered tokyo Ghoul. i'm like i actually really liked the, the, the first season of tokyo, tokyo no. Ghoul. Wow. season one is so good damn
2: Dude, fucking, I'm like hyped to hear you say Steins Gate, dude. I love that anime so fucking much, dude. Steins Gate, oh, in-
1: awesome. That's incredible anime.
0: Yeah, I, it was one of the first ones I watched, and it was just kind of like, wow. I it really brought me into anime because, um, I don't know, like I didn't really have much of an opinion on it, and it was like I was looking through just some like random, like, hey, what's popular like these days? And I, I saw Steins Gate. I'm like, oh, right. this looks really interesting. So I. Like watched it and I watched it I think like four or five times now, so
2: Hell yeah. That's yeah, great. I've I've watched through it completely, I think three times. Um I think like uh Steins Gate is fucking great for anyone like that's awesome that you watched it as one of your one of your first animes because I think that uh that anime has like a bunch of different like, little tastes of things that are common in a lot of animes. Yeah. And, like, but they don't go too hard on any one little thing of it, except for, like, the, you know, the main plot of the story and whatnot. But, like, they give you, like, a little, a bunch of little, like, common anime things and, like, tropes, I feel like, that are in there. And, uh... And so you get a taste of all of it. And then like you watch other animes and you see those things kind of get fleshed out more as like some animes delve more into like some areas
0: and, and styles. And whatnot. Yeah, for sure. So, it, honestly, when I first watched it, it was a bit hard for me to even follow because I was like, what is actually going on in this show? But it wasn't until yeah, the second yeah. time I watched it, like maybe like a few months later, where I'm like, wow, I actually really like this anime. So, yes. it, no, 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 it was definitely great
2: yeah man any anything like time travel and quantum and like shit like that I, I just get super stoked on immediately and then they just pulled it off so well plus that fucking that one girl the girl the main like girl in the show or not the main girl but i guess there's two main girls but like the fucking one who's just doo, da, doo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's my favorite dude yeah my favorite like audio clip in any anime i found like a three minute audio clip of that it's just all the times she says it during the show and it's just like i just fucking shit cracks me up yeah i
0: love it it's great
1: all right <sighs> so moving on i have the weird news of the week a lobster diver was swallowed whole by a whale in massachusetts um oh, no. he says he thinks he was in a whale for about 30 seconds he was able to breathe because he still had his breathing apparatus on In an effort to save himself, he said he began shaking the whale's head before the animal surfaced and ejected him. He said it was like he got spit out.
0: (laughs) What? The fuck? No broken bones, but a lot of bruises. Holy hell. So this whale just casually swallowed this man and is like, you know what, I'm gonna keep him in here. Like, I don't know this, this like hundred and some pound thing inside of me. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And it spat him out?
1: Yeah, it's, he said it spat him out up at the surface.
2: What the fuck,
1: dude? <laughs> he said at first oh. he thought it was a shark, but then he noticed there was no teeth. Was it like a man?
2: Like what a... is that even like? Does it? It just goes completely dark. Like you're just inside of an animal's fucking mouth,
1: dude. I don't <laughs> know. Fuck. Yeah, he said it went pitch black, and he was like, "Oh
0: god, I'm inside something." <laughs> and he starts feeling around, and it's just like. Did I just get eaten?
1: Who's <laughs> so that feeling around? There's no teeth.
2: Whoa, what a terrible, like, daunting realization of, like, did
1: I just get eaten?
2: <laughs> and you're not dead because that's not chomping you to pieces. You're just chilling inside. Oh, oh no. He
1: said he uh, he rested for a week
0: and then he went back out to diving. Nice. Yeah,
2: I mean, you know, why quit? <laughs> why quit now? I mean, <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, what are the chances of getting eaten by a whale twice, you know?
2: Yeah. got to be. <laughs> I, mean, well, yeah, he, I mean, he wants to test those chances. He's rolling the dice. Like... He obviously to... wasn't that shaken up by it. He was probably like, dang, that was crazy.
1: <laughs>
0: dang, that gotta was get crazy. <laughs> I got to get back out. <laughs>
1: Uh, things releasing this week. We got Hitman Wife's Bodyguard coming out on Wednesday, June sixteenth. Wait, what, what did you say, Hitman? What bodyguard? Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Uh, I fun. oh, you weren't here for that episode. Now I realize. Yeah, that's gonna be <laughs> that's a sequel to Hitman's Bodyguard with Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson. This time it looks okay. like he's his wife's bodyguard. Um, oh. So yeah, Skyline had seen it, and I think Devin had seen it too. What. Um, and they both – well, I remember we all said that you were really looking forward to this film. And then uh, <laughs> June 18th, this Friday, we got Luca coming to Disney Plus and theaters. Now, this is Pixar's next movie, the, the the one about the two friends who are, like, actually sea merman boys, but they're, like, pretending to oh, be shit. human boys in a little, like, I village that that hadn't
2: come out yet,
1: Italy or something. Yeah, this I think it looks really cool. I'm excited. And we also have the Sparks Brothers documentary coming out on June 18th uh, that we covered. So, yeah, I'm excited for, I'm really excited for Luca. I'll definitely be watching that on Friday, possibly in theaters even. Nice. But, all right, let's jump into our games. So E3 started last Saturday, and it ends tomorrow on Tuesday. Um, so there's a lot of things that are being announced in a lot of trailers, and we're kind of releasing this episode right smack dab in the middle of E3, so I'm sure that the, the second half... Of all the content and games and announcements we'll be covering next episode. But the first half, we got some decent announcements. Elden Ring got a new trailer. Now, this is a From Software game. The developers of Dark Souls, Sekiro, Bloodborne. Um, This game's coming out January 21st, 2022, so early next year. The story is written by George R. R. Martin, as well as some staff from the Game of Thrones show. Um, So, I'm excited for this. A lot of people think it looks like basically Dark Souls, but you know, it's not actually set in the Dark Souls universe but same kind of like dark, dready themes and i think it's exciting that we're gonna get some George R. R. Martin uh writing in there. What do you guys think of this trailer?
2: I thought that the uh I thought the game looks pretty fucking good. Um looking at this game and just watching like the small bit of gameplay that we did get from this trailer personally um i was already like more intrigued than i than i am watching dark like the souls games be played um i i like the whole like kind of dready and gothic look um but this one this game like i don't know every time i've watched people play dark souls it feels like super gray scale and i could be wrong because i haven't played the entireties of the game myself but like it seems like really gray and like...
1: Uh... Yeah, I get what you're saying. They're like very dark, very th- strong theme, like yeah. castles, darkness. Like there's not a lot of color. Yeah. And this this trailer kind of showed a lot more like almost like a fantasy land. Yes, exactly
2: what I'm getting at. Um, and so this is, yeah, this is already intriguing me more because... While I think Dark Souls' aesthetic looks super fucking cool, it's just, like, a little bit too gray for me. It's, like, I I love having colors, especially if we're dealing with anything ghostly and ethereal or, like, there's, you know, powers, magic is being involved. Like, I don't like the fucking gray-ass, like, gray-gray-all-the-time type shit. So this is already looking really cool. At one point in the trailer, there's a big, like, it's like an elk or a stag or something, some type of boss that he's fighting. And it's just this big fucking elk thing. And like, it's antlers are just like mad. Like, I don't even know what's going on, but it looks crazy. Cool, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think this looks cool.
1: Yeah, I, I totally relate to what you're saying about the Dark Souls stuff. Like, I haven't played the Dark Souls myself, and, like, every time I do watch anything about them, it just looks, like, always, like, kind of, like, the same very serious stuff. And, like, I do have yeah. experience with Bloodborne and Sekiro, which are, like, the two uh, other games that they're popular for that don't have... Um, they also make Demon Souls, I should mention. But, uh, like, with Sekiro, it's, like, very japanese theme, And, like, everything's... Like, there's some beautiful, beautiful areas of that game. And, like... With Bloodborne, not so much. It's very dark, gothic, like, European, Victorian kind of city with, like, werewolves. And the main color scheme is just, like, dark shadows and blood. And right. so, like, so like I can appreciate this, like, strong theme that they carry through. But I also get what you're saying where it's, like, nice to have some, like, fantasy kind of, like, splashes of color or, like, yeah. eye-catching, vi- like, Maybe not eye catching visuals is the right word, because these Dark Souls and Bloodborne have really great visuals in some really cool fucking they do. areas. They do. But yeah. just like seeing that like brightness come through every now and then. Um Yeah. Yeah.
2: Some vibrancy.
1: Some vibrancy. Just, I just mm-hmm. want some vibrancy. Some vibrancy, dude. What do you think? What?
0: what do you think, Eric? Yeah, so um looking at the game, I think what you guys were talking about with the whole like like, colors of the game, like these type of games with like they have like whole like grungy kind of like darker like feel you know I think a lot yeah. of that with the colors it just has to do like you're going through like a lot of, like rock and like castle and mountain and just like uh like yeah, like true. it's never like a sunny sky it's like gray sky like gray like cloudy sky um like just the trees are a little like muted in color too so totally. any color that you have is mostly just like accented color and like like, I don't know, like magic or like, like, even like grass, that's probably like the most vibrant you're going to get. Um, maybe in like their armor, their armor is also like, you know, like gray and metal. So any like decorative, like accents, that's where you're getting most of your color from. Um, but I think they do a really good job of just like setting, uh, just kind of like the feel and tone of the game by doing that. Just like having everything kind of like a rocky kind of like, uh, muted out, uh, gray. And then keeping yeah, like the- everything that's around you like grass or like in like the accented colors like not too vibrant but it sets like the dark like like the shadows are also really dark um so I, it really sets a good tone for the game and it'll and anything that does pop up like when it's like for like uh combat or uh visual like c- cinematic like it just makes those colors pop out even more so i don't know i I actually really enjoy um this type of aesthetic even though I haven't really played much of these games, they always like stand out to me just because like they mute out like a lot of the colors, but th- those colors Let's that see. do pop out just keep you interested. Ah. dude, it... I
1: totally get what you're saying because like I like that
0: in uh, Neo,
1: which is like another like s- style game. It's not from software, but it's like very similar to Dark Souls. That's like it's very very dark. It's always like nighttime in Japan usually. And there's also a lot of caves and castles and rocks and stuff, but you're playing like a samurai and anytime you use any type of like form, it's almost like Demon Souls or not Demon Souls, uh Demon Slayer where like the spirits or whatever form is like some bright ass neon color and in comparison and contrast to the dark environment and dark enemies and everything else being dark it looks so cool to like suddenly fucking light up the whole area with like a fucking green wolf spirit coming out of your blade or something yeah So like i can get what you're saying how like having such a strong theme like that makes the contrast or elements pop up and like be kind of like stunning visually because you're not you're so, like, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. thirsty for some fucking popping color, and then it's like, boom.
0: No, yeah, definitely when, like, color pops up, like, for example, like, if you're, like, watching towards the end of the trailer, um, there's, like, a boss that just has, like, gold accents, like, on his armor and, like, his decorative, like, whatever he's wearing, his even his um weapon, and not even that, but, like, the trees in the background are, the only colors you're seeing are, like, yellow slash gold, like, that... I, in any part of the trailer like a lot of just these one colors are like just stand out whether it's like a blue or like a red it's like throughout the whole scene where that one color is just popping out and i think that's pretty cool
1: <laughs> all right so next up like we got it. lost arc which is coming it's a diablo style korean mmo getting ported over to the US and Europe by Amazon. So Amazon is producing this. I actually went and signed up for the beta and to sign up for the beta, which was kind of interesting, I just had to log into my Amazon account and hit and hit enter. Um so it's like very much Amazon's, you know, the publisher here. Uh this looked really cool. It's kinda like that top down dungeon crawly, but then I also read when you're not dungeon crawling and you're in the towns, you can have like relationships with NPCs and build relationships with them that get rewards. And, of course, you have all your good MMO stuff like your guilds and, you know, partying up and questing together and stuff like that and PvP. So I thought this was pretty cool. Um, One thing I guess I'm, like, a little bit cautious of is Korean MMOs have a reputation for being very grindy. Um, And so I haven't... I don't know anyone who's played Lost Ark, but I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being really grindy because, like, a lot of those kind of, like... Uh, Eastern MMOs can feel that way.
2: Yeah, um, I've also heard, and not experienced myself because I haven't played a lot of Korean games. But it was my understanding that a lot of Korean games have very like dominant pay-to-win systems type shit in a lot of their games. I don't know if you've heard that or if like that. I haven't fun. heard
1: that, but I mean, I would. I mean, a lot of games have that nowadays. But yeah, that'd yeah. be that'd be lame if uh, if that's how this is.
2: Yeah, hopefully it's not. Um, I think like main th- main one that's coming to mind right now is Black Desert. Um, I guess I- I've like seen a fuckload of like I've seen like hella people say that Black Desert would be an amazing game if it wasn't like if it didn't have the pay to win features. And I don't know if that's like still a true statement or if like. What's going on? I've never played Black Desert myself, but Black Desert is a Korean game. So that was like the only thing that was coming to mind. Um, But fucking this game, honestly, though, like all that shit aside, I think this game looks really sick. Um, I mean, I I was a huge fan of Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 was pretty good. um, But the style of game, just like that style of camera, I dig it. It looks like there's going to be, you know, multiple classes kind of similar to Diablo
1: Oh, I read there's a lot of classes.
2: Sick. Yeah. If, dude, the more, the better, honestly. Like, in my opinion, if for games like these, like, um, man, like, I don't know. If, like, you've, you've probably heard of the game EverQuest, but I don't know if you've ever played it because um, it's so fucking old. But, yeah, EverQuest has a fuckload of classes, man. Like, so many, and, like, I don't know. I just think that in an MMO scenario, especially if like you're gonna be raiding or like yeah doing anything that takes like twenty people or something, it's like to have you looking around the raid and you're like, oh shit! Like nobody else in here is the same thing that I am. Like sixteen I don't know, classes. That, yeah, like that. Dude, that's insane, man. Like any, t- I'm I'm willing to bet that the classes have like specializations that they can go into. Um, because that's a, I mean Diablo has that and like every other mmo game that the is class based and like has this type of shit going on has specializations so maybe i'll be surprised to see if it doesn't have specializations but yeah um this game looks fucking sick i really want to try it honestly
1: you should sign up for the beta
0: yeah i think for this game um I didn't have like too much of an impression on it, but I have played like uh, Blade and Soul and Terra for a little bit, which I think I believe both are Korean MMOs. Yeah, and, I played Terra. That's
1: a Korean MMO.
0: Yeah, and they, I like them both. Um, they both had their strong suits, and they both had like their their weak points. But um, yeah. I've never been like too much of an MMO player, only because um, once it starts getting like really grindy. Um, if i'm not playing with like anyone else it, it just gets too boring for me but that's fair um i did play diablo i did enjoy diablo i played Diablo 3 uh, i haven't played it in, in a long time though but um i always wanted to go back to playing another mmo so maybe this might be the one because it does look like it's uh really interesting
2: <laughs> hell yes um... dude
1: like that's funny that you say that because like i just got back into uh, wow classic with alex and it's been fucking because since burning crusade just came out and like i'm like it's like i always had this constant like desire to play an mmo because they're like something about mmos are so unique and kind of like you don't get them in other games but just that giant open world feeling of like being with your friends and kind of like running around this huge open area questing and seeing other people doing it and seeing enemy people all that kind of yeah. stuff just like such a fun time um but, like, I'm, I'm always, like, curious, like, looking for, like, is there any, any other MMOs that are coming out that are, like, going to, like, catch my eye and, like, I want to try them. Um, and it's just, like, a lot of times, like you said, they're either very pay-to-win or, like, I mean, I tried to get into Final Fantasy fourteen last year, and it was, like, fun for uh, a while, and I played it for, like, a month. But, like, there's just something about it that was kind of felt, like, a little bit dead. Hmm. are not but also that's it, it's, it's like one of the biggest mmos so like that's yeah. like there's people everywhere doing everything but just something about it just didn't i didn't like how the the, the ui worked and something about hmm. it just didn't seem very user-friendly to me whereas like with wow like it's very user-friendly and there's something about it that's like it's easy to understand everything that's going on like yeah, and classic more. It's like there's things that you don't know, and you have to look up, and there's things that you have to ask chat for, and like whatever. Because like every mm-hmm. everything's not spelled out for you as easily, but it's still just like something about Wow is like very accessible. I really liked Star Wars: The Old Republic, but it died. That was another one I really liked. I liked WildStar a lot, but then WildStar died. So it's like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like this game looks cool. If it's an MMO- if it like if I play it, if I get into this beta and I play it, I'm like, oh my god, this is so much fucking fun that'd be really cool. Another big thing for MMOs is that you need friends that are going to be playing them too or else it's like I don't know it can be hard to like go in alone and just like try to find your people in the game. Um but yeah, it's just like maybe this would be an MMO that I'd like to play. Maybe not. I don't know. I've Dude. I have hopes for. It. I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot.
2: Dude, speaking of wildstar, apparently there's like uh a lot of uh like, a lot of people are wanting to, like, have uh, Wildstar private servers, dude. Like, people... There's, like, a whole Discord community about it. Like, people are fucking... I guess it's being worked on. And like,
0: <laughs> That's cool.
2: Yeah, there's, like, a massive, like, community that, like, really wants to fucking play it. So...
1: I played that for, like, two or three months, and it was, like, really fucking fun. There was a little bit of pay-to-win stuff in that game, but, like, other than mm-hmm. that, it was, like, really fun really cool and then I, I think i just couldn't afford the subscription fee or something because i was in high school at the time but <laughs> but yeah it's a good yeah. time um yeah moving on let's wrap up these games we got avatar frontiers of pandora coming out that's uh it's a, gonna be a 2022 release is based on obviously the movie avatar you know uh this is gonna be a standalone story and a new part of pandora focused on a new character it's coming to ps5 xbox series x and pc <laughs> um i thought it's kind of yeah. cool Get an avatar ball rolling again.
2: Yeah, um... <laughs> it's been so long since like the original movie came out. I just, oh, man, like two thousand
0: nine, I think.
2: Yeah, damn, twelve years.
0: Damn, that is a long time. Yeah, I, I, as far as the movie goes, like I, I thought it was a great movie, but it didn't leave like too much, like a, uh, I don't know, it wasn't really wanting me to like oh i can't wait for the next movie but and now that they're making like a game like 12 years later i mean if you're if you're a big fan of the movies and i'm i assume you'd really like the game too but as for me personally it wasn't something that really stood out to me
2: um
0: i thought it was
1: weird that it's in first person (laughs) wait is it yeah it's first person game
2: Wow, I kind of expected it to be in third person.
1: Ah, oh, like when they walk up to that animal and they she puts her hand on it and stuff, like that's all like what it's supposed to be like.
2: Wow, okay. That is kinda of interesting. <laughs> um Yeah, what the fuck. But uh Yeah, Eric, I kinda of felt the same way at the end of the movie. Um not like I, not like Not in the way that it didn't leave an impression or that, like, I wasn't, like, wanting more, I guess. But, like, more, like, I felt like the story was wrapped up really well in the movie, I guess. And so, like, I didn't didn't finish the movie and think, like, all right, like, where's the next one? Like, where's the next thing? Like, where's going to be the next bit of content that progresses this? Because I felt like the movie was completely progressed. So, like, when the movie finished, I was like, oh, man, like, that was really cool. But, like, that was it. And then so I just didn't think about it after that because it was, like... I'm not waiting for more, I don't know, or, like, looking for more, I guess. So, I like, I did kind of feel like they're, like, eh, like, all right, like, that was it. No, like, I don't, I don't, I, it's not like I'm sitting around, like, waiting for this or thinking about it all the time type deal. Um, but apparently they, like, promised sequels, right? Like, or, yeah, they promised additional movies. I don't know, Kelton, you said what? They promised, like, four other movies?
1: Yeah, Avatar 2, 3, 4, and I believe 5 are all coming out. I think the, they're going to start coming out, like, next year. It's either 2022 or 2023, and the last one's scheduled for, like... It was either 2028 or 2031. But wow. they're going to all start, like, pumping out, because they've been filming them. They're, like, writing... They're, the writing's all done. I'm pretty sure they're wrapping up filming on, like, at least some of them. No. And, like, so, yeah, they've just been in the process of making all those movies for, like, 10 years now. Sigourney Weaver and all the cast are supposed to return for all of them.
2: That's so nutty, like... Man. So, I mean, do you know anything about these movies? Is, is it just supposed to carry on and like follow the life of? Uh, Nobody, the no, no one knows. Like the main they, character? Or? We know
1: that like each one is going to focus on a different part of Pandora in some way. So, like the next one's supposed to be heavily underwater. Wow. But, but yeah, we, I guess we'll see. I do. And obviously, Disney has purchased them since then. So, Disney's money's like pumping into this. And like there's a Disneyland section of, for Avatar and stuff. So, like, I'm just curious like what if the what if they just don't do well like what if the second one doesn't do well but they've already like made the next three like I just like a lot of that money's man. been pumped in these but James Cameron usually doesn't disappoint like a
0: lot of he makes really good movies
1: so <laughs> yeah
0: so, yeah I, I don't know man I, I think from the hype alone um they'll probably end up doing well at least the the next one will probably be doing alright but mhm um I just really, the only thing I really liked about the whole Avatar thing was just like the whole, I really liked the way they did like the whole world design and I don't know, it was just very unique, especially at the time. Everything was just so like, I guess, really pretty looking, so. uh, Absolutely. I hope they can translate that into the game and make it like, uh, great.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, same man, um. One part of the trailer that stood out, um, it was, like, the whole, like, when he, like, walks up to that plant that's got its, like, tendrils sticking out. And, you know, it's, like, that's all, like, part of the thing is, like, they have the... on the end of their ponytail, they have, like, their uh, little, like, connecting thing that they connect to plants and animals or, like, to each other. Um, yeah, it's just, like... That part, I was like, oh, shit. Like, that that seems pretty cool. Like, you're walking around. Like, you're fucking... You're in that world. Like, so... So, I'm i feel you there like i really hope that they can make this immersive make it really beautiful make it kind of do justice to at least what it felt like the film achieved at the time um yeah because that would be fucking awesome
1: to experience all right next one up i'm gonna just run through these next announcements so we don't uh I only want to dive into, like, one thing, but Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope is coming out, announced for next year, 2022. It's not going to be on a grid anymore, but it'll still be turn-based. Now, this, I feel like this first game only had a lot of fans because when the Switch first came out, there was only, like, four games out for it, and this was one of them, um, the first one. So, like, I just feel like a lot of people played the first one because there was nothing else to play, and you had a Switch, and you beat Breath of the Wild, and you're like, uh, what next? You bought this. Um, also, Xbox and E3 had its showcase, um, and Starfield, which is their next, their first original game in like 20 years. It's supposed to be like you know, like like they have Fallout and they have Skyrim. Well, now they're gonna have Starfield. Starfield is supposed to be their in space sci-fi kind of game, like like in the same vein as like Elder Scrolls and Fallout. It's announced that it's gonna be exclusively coming to Xbox and PC. We're not going to get a PlayStation release. Now, that's obviously an effect of Microsoft buying Bethesda. So, we get our first exclusive game coming to Xbox and PC. So, I'm going to have to buy that on PC. Um, Then Obsidian announced The Outer Worlds 2, which is really cool. It'll probably also be an exclusive to Xbox and PC. I absolutely fucking love the first Outer Worlds. This is by the team who made Fallout New Vegas and Fallout 1 and 2, which is funny since it's also kind of like a sci-fi in-space game game. Like Fallout, um, but you know, uh, they left Bethesda, and so wait, did
2: they give a, re- a release date for For so uh, the Outer Worlds too? Outer 2? Worlds too? Yeah.
1: No, they the the trailer just Damn. said they haven't finished the gameplay. They haven't finished the trailer. Okay, that's they funny. haven't finished the game the story. The only thing they have finished is the title. I was
2: gonna, I was gonna say, uh, Outer Worlds like. It was super recent, like that was not that was like two years ago, like so. I was like, "Damn!" Like I don't know, I felt like it would take longer for them yeah. to have the next game ready.
1: <laughs> yeah, Outer Worlds is so great. Um, but yeah, also I think they announced there was a, some other announcements. We got a Halo Infinite multiplayer trailer, whatever. We'll dive into that next episode. Moving forward into our shows, though. The Witcher Season 2 got its, like, little teaser trailer. This is coming this year, 2021, on Netflix. We're also getting uh, an animated Witcher film, The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf, slated for this year as well. And that's supposed to to dive into the origin story of The Witcher's mentor. Uh, So that would be cool. Uh, Do you guys, do do either of you watch The Witcher? I know you do, Alex.
2: Yeah. um, Yeah, I watched... I think I've watched it multiple times, or at least I've watched a couple episodes multiple times. Like, uh, you know, like certain ones I've rewatched and shit, but I've definitely watched all of it. And then I almost started watching it with my girlfriend the other night because she hasn't seen it. Just
1: going right from Lord of the Rings into The Witcher, just double dipping fantasy, double dipping, downy dipping.
2: Just double donkey, downy dipping in the fucking fantasy worlds, man. Yeah, we got done because I was like, oh, like if you. I was like, yo, if you thought that was, like, fucking cool, this is fucking cool. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I'm kind of at that point where I'm like, me and my girlfriend just finished Shadow and Bone, and then we're about to go into Lord of the Rings. And I asked her yesterday, I was like, have you seen The Witcher? And she's like, no. And I was like, man, I don't know if I want to just, like, triple dip into the yeah. fantasy. Shadow oh, and Bone Shadow was and
2: cool. Shadow and Bone, by the way. Like, um, I only watched the first episode. And I, rec- I, I recommend
1: like... watching it. Uh, your girlfriend might like it. It's definitely, like, of the fantasy things I've seen. It's more CW, I guess, is the best way to, for me to describe it. in the term, like, it feels like a, um, it feels like half fantasy, half teen romance book.
2: Okay, yeah. That was how, kind of the feeling I got from the first episode.
1: So there's some, like, cool shit. And there's, like, the magic's cool. There's also a lot of different romances going on. <laughs> some love <laughs> triangles, some, like... Forborn love, some fucking forbidden love, some some forbidden love, some best friend love, some, some all <laughs> sorts of love, dude. All
0: uh, sorts of love. Do you watch The Witcher, Eric? No, I have not at all. I don't even oh, know what shit. it is to be honest. Well, really, you know, it's pretty good.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's wild. You yeah. never played any of the games, then? No. <clears throat> Damn.
1: It's cool. It's about a guy He kills monsters. There's uh, some other shit going on. Uh,
2: he, he's a mutant.
1: He's a mutant. Uh, <laughs> he's <been> mutated. <laughs> he's old as fuck.
2: He's old as fuck.
1: Another video game. He's got game. cat eyes. <laughs> <laughs> another video game coming. He's from The House of the Wolf. There's a bard.
2: Explaining The Witcher to somebody just real quick, like in there's, there's Like a bar. Toss
1: a sure. coin, to your witcher. <laughs> uh, another shore, show coming out adapted from a video game is the Cuphead show which is also coming to Netflix. Now, this fucking shit looked weird as hell. So like one okay, it's like yeah, important you to note.
2: tell me, dude.
1: It's important to note. <laughs> Cuphead is animated fully hand drawn like the game. Like it's every single part, everything you do, every part of that game is hand drawn. Like it's a very expensive game to make to have all these people hand draw everything, every animation Everything, but it looks really cool, and it's, like, all inspired off that really old, like, 19... I don't know, 1930s, 40s animation, maybe earlier than that, maybe a little bit later. Yeah. Um. So, this is, like, an animated cartoon based on that, but they didn't draw it to the same degree or quality as the game, because that would have taken too long, I guess. So, it's like the show looks worse than the game does, but also... In the game, all the audio is all, like, crackly and old. Kind of like it feels like you're playing, like, an old show, you know? But in this this show, the audio is, like, new. Like, it feels like a new cartoon. So it's just really weird. And it almost looks like some Billy and Mandy-esque type of weird animation. I don't know, man. Like, I watched this, and it didn't seem appealing to me. I was hoping that it would be, like, oh this is going to look exactly like a very old cartoon crackly. The audio, the quality would be a little bit lo-fi like, yeah. Um, But I don't know. I mean, it's targeted at children. I'm sure children will be like, maybe, maybe animation's just old school, you know, for children. They're so used to CG, Uh, but uh, it's going to have some gags and horrors aimed at adults, which I was like, what? Uh, (laughs) Maybe that's kind of like how Billy and Mandy has gags and horrors. But, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be watching this.
0: Yeah, I think, like, um, I agree with everything you said. That it just looks, it doesn't look like uh, anything like the game, really. Ha- like, you get that, that old-school type of, like, uh, cartoon style. But as far as, like, um, the animation and the sound, uh, it just, you can tell, like, it's like a... Like a modern, like an old school type show, but created in modern times, like by modern technologies. They like they animated it. They just gave it the style and then slapped some like old film grain on it. And like, yep, this is uh, this is it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, a little bit disappointing, but I'm sure that the kids that it's aimed at will enjoy it. Um, Next up in our movies. We have Free Guy. This is Ryan Reynolds' new film. It's coming August 13th for theaters. It's been pushed back three times. It was supposed to come out last year, July 2020. Uh, this movie is about an NPC in a MMO slash maybe like GTA type video game. The NPC becomes self-aware and races against time to stop the devs from shutting down the game. Now, this is a really <laughs> weird concept, but like yeah. it just looks like this like bank teller in a video game becomes aware that he's in a video game and he likes starts acting like a player (laughs) so yeah
0: ryan reynolds that's
2: that's pretty much it man uh yeah i I completely
0: forgot that this was a thing i think i remember seeing like a trailer or something about it like maybe like a year ago or something yeah (laughs) i completely forgot about it and then when i watch this again. I'm like, Oh, this existed, but it like definitely gives you like a comedic take on the whole, like red pill, blue pill type the whole world. <laughs> yeah. Of existence has just been like destroyed. So I don't know. Um, I think yeah. it seems like an interesting idea, but we'll see how, what the movie does.
2: I, I think, I think it's just going to be like, I don't know. This just looks like an entertaining ride. Like honestly, that's <laughs> yeah. And Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is fucking hilarious. Like, ah, uh, God, yeah,
0: yeah. It's like a movie you oh, don't want to so... take like, too seriously, just like a fun movie to watch. You know,
2: exactly, exactly. I think it'll be good for some laughs. It'll be a good time. So I will give it a watch. Absolutely, when it comes out.
1: Yeah. I'll probably give it a watch as well. It looks like a good time. The world needed a hero. They got a guy.
2: Well, dude, let's give it a watch together.
1: Let's give it a watch. I'm sure my girlfriend will not want to watch this movie. Oh. Hell
2: yeah, dude. That's where I come in. <laughs> <laughs> uh moving on though dude Let's yeah moving on we got
1: rem- yeah, Reminiscence August 20th theaters in HBO Max guy lives in a flooding Miami in the future cause global warming's flooding Miami I guess offers clients a chance to relive memories um and then he's like reliving memories of an old like love he had and realizes she has some like sketchy shit going on what do you guys think of this Hugh Jackman screams where is she <laughs> like Batman <laughs>
2: Yeah, like Batman and many others in many other films.
1: Um, yeah,
2: what about Liam Neeson, dude? Come on. Um,
1: I'm a man of many, many talents. I will find you.
0: Honestly, I think I was just more like uh, the idea of like Miami being flooded because of global warming just kind of stood out to me. That's literally the only thing I took from it. I'm like, oh, that's Our pretty friend, cool.
1: That's- I read that's supposed to happen, but I don't know how soon it's supposed to happen.
0: Probably not anytime soon, and definitely not within our lifetime. But I think when you got like rising sea levels, I think half of Florida is just supposed to go underwater. Oh, shit. Peace out, Florida.
1: I'm looking at a map right now for 2050.
2: (laughs) You're just looking into the future right now, dude. Um. Yeah, this movie, oh man. It looks dramatic. It looks intense. Hugh Jackman is just fucking pissed off, trying to find his lover.
1: Dude, shit's gonna be fucked up by twenty one hundred. Holy shit, dude.
2: That's yeah. It. I don't know. This movie looks cool, but the plot just looks like the same fucking like, like this looks like the same type of movie as like other movies where it's just like. Some guy who knows how to use a gun gets somebody important who's either taken from him or lost, or like something's going on, and there's some other powerful type of people that are standing between him and the woman. And yeah, reminds me of like taken, like (laughs) just like. (laughs) But then it's got the twist of like the memory thing. So, he's, like, using, uh, I don't know, memories for clues and shit.
1: Dude, Miami's fucked, dude.
2: (laughs) What are you talking about, (laughs) dude?
1: Dude, I'm looking at this thing, and, like, 2050 to 2100, like, a great portion of Miami is gonna be flooded.
2: Yeah, dude, that's... What's this movie is about? That's the whole story. That's the whole fucking story. It's the whole plot. Hugh Jackman's trying to go into his memories and find out how to stop Miami from getting flooded. Oh, he's
1: trying to go into the past and fix Miami.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and then there's people with guns that are trying to stop him. and Keep Miami like, flooded. <laughs> he's
1: talking about Miami.
2: Yeah. It's underwater. <laughs> he just... <can't. laughs> he's chasing a piano down at the bottom of some fucking water. I don't understand why. <laughs> There's uh, a scene <laughs> of piano sinking and he's just swimming down after it. Maybe that's the scene he's talking about. <laughs> Where
1: is she? His old piano? Uh, the whole okay. trailer,
2: you just hear this one piano key playing at the end <laughs> when it's like getting quiet. Um... <laughs> It's right what he's saying. All you have to do is follow my voice. Bing.
1: Okay. So, song of the week is Venus Flytrap by Marina. This is off her new album that came out last Friday. Um, Called Ancient Dreams in a Modern Land. What do you guys think of this? I thought it was nice to hear another Marina song. Haven't heard her in a while. She has, like, a nice voice. She can go deep or high.
0: I have no idea who Marina
1: is. She used to go by Marina and the Diamonds. But yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I like, though. Have, like, Does she
2: uh-huh. have like some popular songs? Yeah. Like other ones? Yeah. Any She's been around for a know? long
0: time.
1: I am not going to sing a Marina and the Diamonds song.
2: Come on, dude. Sing um, me a Marina and the Diamonds <laughs> song, dude. Come on. I don't
1: know, dude. My mom listen, used to listen to her. I used to listen to her. She has, she's been making music for a long time, um, but this 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 was a this is a good album. Had some good topical songs. I also wanted to mention that Krevins, the guy and responsible for our uh, our intro and outro on the podcast every week, he had a project drop last Friday called Flips and Dips, which is pretty sick. Flips you should look it dips. up. Absolutely. Also, I don't know why I haven't mentioned this yet. Eric, our guest this week, is responsible for all of our covers that you've seen on the cover yeah. of every podcast episode. <laughs> yeah. Hey. yeah, He's an incredible graphic designer.
2: Shit is so awesome.
0: Yeah, I design stuff. Actually, <laughs> design that, stuff. that's not so much true anymore. <laughs> Literally, the only stuff I design nowadays is just for the sweet peaceful so. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, well, Alright, guys. It's
2: paying off, dude. It's getting, tail- it's getting more and more tailored then to this exact
1: thing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you guys ready for this? the game? The game of the week? I'm so ready. Alright, I came with this original game called Does It Have Corn In It? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so you guys are going to go back and forth. I'm going to ask you if an item has corn in it. You're going to say yes or no. And you're going to get a point if you're right.
2: Okay. Holy shit! Hold up. All right. Like, how is this being counted? Like, are you using corn syrup? Is that counting? Corn syrup is corn. All right.
1: All right, Alex. You're gonna go first, because you're not you're not from cornland like Eric.
2: I'm not from cornland. (laughs) Does whiskey?
1: (laughs) Does whiskey have corn in it? Whiskey. Oh, God. I want to say no. Whiskey's main ingredient is corn. Fuck me. (laughs) I don't know anything about whiskey. And I also (laughs) hate whiskey. (laughs) Um, All right, Eric. Luna. Do Luna bars have corn in it?
0: Sorry. What was the question?
1: Do Luna bar- bars, Luna bars, have corn in them?
0: I don't even know what Luna bars are. They're like
1: <laughs> a protein type bar, um, granola
0: bar. I, I I'm going to say yes.
1: They don't have corn in them. We're zero oh, to zero. No. <laughs> All right, Alex, hamburger patties. Uh hamburger patties? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, hamburger patties do have corn in them. Yes. Uh, Alright, Eric. Taco Bell meat.
0: Oh my god. Yes.
1: Yes. Taco Bell meat's <laughs> in- Taco Bell meat's main ingredient is corn.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, like, it can't be all meat, and they have to have some sort of filler ingredient in there, and it's usually yeah. corn,
1: so... It's ma- it's majority corn. That's um, not, majority that's corn That's kind of <laughs> fucking sad to hear, but not
0: surprised at all.
1: No, not surprising. All right, Alex. Ginger beer.
2: Ginger beer.
1: Wow. What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, dude, you know what's funny? Uh... I don't know fucking anything about ginger beer, dude. <laughs> like, I, dude, I used to go to John Hill's house growing up, and he would be fucking drinking. He'd be like, oh, dude. His mom would be like, oh, I got some more ginger beer. And he's like, oh, ginger beer. And he's just drinking ginger beer <laughs> all the time. I fucking never have, like, ever had it or gotten into it. I don't know. I don't know anything <laughs> about it. But uh I'm going to say no.
1: Ginger beer does not have corn in it. Let's go. Let's go. Fucking go. All right, uh, Eric, vitamin water.
0: Vitamin water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes.
1: Vitamin water does not have corn in it. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> oh no!
0: I it's really hard to tell <laughs> which ones are these supposed to be like true questions or not. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Alex, chicken nuggets.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go say yes. Say yes for sure. Chicken nuggets I do know. have
1: corn in them, and the breading oh. has corn. Yep. Um. Oh, dude. All right, Eric. Candy corn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh god.
2: I feel like Eric's getting the hard ones, man.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Candy. Candy okay. corn. Nice. <laughs> There's nice. There's corn in it.
0: Uh. All right,
1: Alex. Soda. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so it has corn in it. All right, Eric, oatmeal. Um, no? Nope, oatmeal does not have corn in it. Nice, nice. Alex, ketchup.
2: <laughs> um, I'm going to say yeah, for sure.
1: Ketchup's main ingredient is corn.
2: Yep, there it is, dude. Fucking god damn
1: it. Does it have corn? <laughs> high fructose corn syrup <laughs> is the main ingredient of ketchup. Um, Alright, Eric, milk. Milk?
0: Mhm. No?
1: Milk has corn in it.
0: Okay, well, what, what type <laughs> of milk are we talking about here?
1: We put high fructose corn syrup in milk, and the cows eat corn. To
2: eliminate...
1: <laughs> uh, well, okay well <laughs>
2: oh uh, Alex they put high fructose corn syrup in milk
1: Peanut butter
2: Peanut butter um goodness gracious I mean I'm gonna say no but I'm sure there's some peanut butter out there that has some high peanut fructose, butter is
1: a yes dude. What? High fructose corn syrup is one of the main ingredients of peanut butter.
2: That's not even fucking true, though. Like, you can go to the store and, like, press a button and it'll grind some peanut butter out of it.
1: Yeah, but we're talking about most peanut butter.
2: What's most peanut butter? The most popular brand?
1: Just peanut butters, you know? Go in the peanut butter aisle. There's going to be corn in those.
2: Let's see here. (laughs)
1: Uh, alright Eric yogurt
2: I have the most popular peanut butter brand in my hand yogurt no corn
0: there's corn in it no corn alright well if I assume that milk has corn in it I'm assuming yogurt it does should too shouldn't make any assumptions
1: yogurt does not have corn in it what <laughs> <laughs> well this is actually a mix some yogurt does have corn in it some does not
2: yeah, see, this is bullshit. That's peanut butter is the same way.
1: Yeah, no, peanut butter just across the board has corn. You can't just like generalize. I have a, milk I and literally have like a that.
2: fucking jar of Jif in my hands, and there's no corn syrup or corn.
0: Yeah, can we get a fact checker in here?
2: Yeah, like, fucking, what is this list? Who's making it and who is, <laughs> like, fucking, who's running this show? Some,
0: <laughs> some, like, corn propaganda.
2: It is, though. Man, like, try to make me buy some corn products after this or something. <sighs> Let's continue the carnage. What? I said, let's continue the carnage.
1: That was the end. Oh. <laughs>
2: that was, that, that, wait, what?
1: <laughs> okay, actually, I have more. Pickles. Pickles? <gasps> Pickles? Who's this for? This is for Alex.
2: Um, sure, dude, yep.
1: Pickles have corn in them. There's high just corn syrup in the juice. Um, what?
2: Probably not all of them.
1: All of them. Mac and, <laughs> mac and cheese. Isn't,
0: it, isn't the juice just what ferments like the pickle? Not ferments it, but like pickles the pickle? Peanut butter has
1: HFCS in it, which is fucking
2: corn. It doesn't have HFCF in it. <laughs> it does. No, it doesn't. I'm literally holding the dart of Jif in my hands, man, like, what more in do you want? In my hands! What more do you want from me right now?
1: Alright, salad dressing. Who's this for? Who's this for? That's for her.
0: Oh. Um, what 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 type of salad dressing? There are, like, different kinds <laughs> here. <laughs> like, <It's> getting down
1: <laughs> into the nitty gritties
0: now. I'm just going to say All no. Gritties. Salad
1: dressing has corn in it. All
0: right. Well, I mean, you got like <laughs> dozens of different types of salad dressing, so.
1: Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there's
2: got to be like. There's got to be some like.
1: All right, Alex. Yeah,
2: You got to have some rules of play here. Alex. You can't just. <laughs> Ask a generalized question that has multiple answers, man. Water. What? Fuck off.
1: (laughs) Has corn in it. No, it doesn't. (laughs) What?
0: Dude, just... (laughs) Fuck off. What kind of water are you drinking that has corn in it? (laughs)
2: Uh Yeah, dude. I'm concerned about the water you're drinking. <laughs> and where is this little
0: <laughs> Yeah, what where, where are you getting your sources here? <laughs> you're insane. <All> right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going
1: to wrap up this episode of the Sweet Peaceful. Uh, if anyone has any <laughs> feedback they want to send us, they can send us at thesweetpeaceful at gmail.com Hey, who um, won the game, motherfucker? <laughs> hey, who oh, who Alex. Alex is ahead by two points. Oh, shit. Okay. Nice. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> G- uh, <G-G-> Eric. <laughs> you guys know the, how many different kinds of corn there are? It's kind of crazy.
1: I don't know that much about corn except for that it's in everything
0: i've only watched one corn documentary only one
2: only one Mm. guy had corn in his hair
1: if you guys wanted to learn more about miami you should google when miami's gonna be entirely flooded it's pretty cool um you guys want to learn
2: more about corn you should watch uh the corn documentary
1: thank you for coming on this week eric it's been great to have you i'm sure we'll have you on again later in the season thank you for having me yeah of uh, course yeah. anytime it's been it's been great uh and next week listeners we will be covering more of the e3 games there is plenty more games that should be announced um so yeah we'll catch you next monday uh
0: goodbye goodbye sweet peas goodbye I have the most popular peanut butter brand in my hand. No corn.